hear, feel, think, listen to episode zero of A Grand Line Reborn, a new podcast miniseries by Third Impact Anime. I'm Tobias, your host for today, and I'm joined with my compatriot, my fellow sailor, my fellow scion of the seventh dawn, Bill. Hello, I am your tank. I am your first mate, maybe, or your captain. <laughs> who, who knows? This is a weird ship we're on in this in this grand in this grand journey on the Grand Line <laughs> and in the realm of the Reborn. I think at the end of the day, you're going to be the navigator because much like Luffy, uh, I might control the ship, but I certainly don't know where I'm going. <laughs> oh, oh no! You you see me struggle with the map. That's good. That's going to be an interesting journey. <laughs> you know that you're right. You should just be the cook. You can be the cook, Bill. Ooh, nice. So for those listening at home, may have no idea what we're going on about here. Uh, this is the start of a new podcast miniseries that Bill and I have put together. Uh, if you are active participants on our Discord, you might have already seen this go down or even seen it continue the past uh, few weeks. But what has happened, I think, is really the thing that both Bill and I have kind of wanted to happen for quite some time, and that we are subjecting each other to some of our favorite franchises. A week or two back, in our manga section, Bill was trying to pressure me once again to read One Piece. And I said, you know what, Bill? Fine, I'll read One Piece if you play the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV. And Bill tired of my shit said you know what let's do this let's quit talking about it let's do it so we quickly drafted up a uh i guess a guideline for ourselves as we both have sworn this new oath to journey to the grand line i mean read one piece and also (laughs) play ff14 so the parameters of our agreement were Tobias would have to read the first two sagas of One Piece, which are East Blue and Alabasha. I didn't want to say everything because that would be intimidating. He is also not doing the anime because reading the manga is faster and much easier to do. Uh, That's correct. He also, but because I am primarily an anime watcher, I did say he has to watch the one piece compilation specials that they have done concurrently so there is one for east blue and then there is the alabasha movie that came out a few years ago so he will have to watch those when he gets to the end of each point in the manga mm-hmm. and that makes total sense uh, I, I would like to have the free time to watch the anime as someone that primarily watches anime for his you know, weave activities. Uh, but it's just daunting. You know, we're looking at 30 minute episodes with I know as long as One Piece is. I think it would be better for everyone if I would just read the manga. But I certainly am excited to experience, you know, the, the, the voice work, the animation, to see how that has uh, improved over the past, what, two decades now that One Piece has been airing? <laughs> yeah, the anime has been going since. 1999 okay and still still airing 
weekly and uh, has not stopped. Will probably never stop, no matter what Oda says. I don't. I don't care about your percentages. <laughs> Just it, it. The ending will happen when it'll happen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought for his for Tobias's sake, uh, the manga would be an easier gateway than the anime. And so uh, on my end, in exchange for uh, reading uh, Ichiro Oda's magnum opus, uh, Bill is going to be playing through the the free trial of FF14. So what we're going to do is on my end, I will do two sagas for every uh, quote-unquote game or expansion in the, in the 14 series. So uh, by the time Bill finishes... All of the two point X material and a realm reborn. I will have read both the first saga, East Blue, and the second one you said is the Alabasta saga. Yep. And from there, we will move into Heaven's Word, which I will be reading the next two sagas as well, alongside Bill playing that expansion. And, you know, when Bill finishes the free trial, we will kind of determine then if we want to continue, since money would be involved at that point. So we will see what happens. It, you know, Lord knows how long it's going to take for us to get to that point on both of our ends. So as for now, let's just kind of focus on what we've got. Let's read our play, the sections that we've committed ourselves to, <laughs> and then check in at that point to see where we want to continue. But uh, so in any case, if you want to follow along with that on a regular basis, we have a channel in the aforementioned Discord group. Uh, that we talked about earlier we will have an invite in the show notes i'm sure but we also have on the main third impact anime website that's thirdimpactanime.com there should be a permalink to the discord as well so feel free to join that hang out in all of our channels but look for the one called a grand line reborn if you want to sign up there and help bill run some duties or Let's talk about One Piece in general as well, because I'll post screenshots of what I've been reading and little discussion points along the way. Oh, and we should say about that in that chat in the Discord, if the listeners decide to check it out, there are spoilers. We are reacting to each of our experiences in real time. So <laughs> just be aware that, let's say you are new to one piece and are wanting you're beginning east blue uh tobias might be ahead of you and uh he might spoil a manga panel or i might spoil something from final fantasy 14 because it's our initial reactions to things that we usually uh respond to in the grand line reborn chat so be warned yes yes very very good point bill we uh there are no spoilers spoiler warnings in that up until the point where we are at in our respective series. So if you are new, if you're new and you'd like to join us along this journey, feel free. Just be aware you might want to catch up to where we're currently at before you really dig deep. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of spoilers being just thrown out, but again, they are there. Uh, We're not going to spoiler tag stuff that either myself or Bill are at. So as Bill said, just be very careful should you decide to start poking around.
right, well, let's uh, let's kind of close out this episode Ziri here. Let's just talk a little bit more about our respective familiarity with these franchises. Because uh, there's a reason that we are doing both One Piece and Final Fantasy XIV as part of this challenge. There's not just two random things that we've decided. Of course, if you've listened to Third Impact Anime for any period of time, you know that Bill loves One Piece. That's one of Bill's many loves. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your history with One Piece, how you discovered the series and have come to love it as you do today. Sure. So unlike a lot of people, I, I was a weird outlier and I I didn't catch it when it was on TV, either on the four kids time slot or when it was later on, I think, Toonami. I got into One Piece during my time at college where my roommate and my usual anime co-pilot who I watched stuff with, with uh, Michael, uh, we he was looking for a series for us to watch, and uh, <laughs> I suggested, "Hey, I keep hearing about One Piece. Let's do that." And I, my only requisite is we don't do any filler. And he was like, "Okay, that's something I have watched for a while, and uh, but I never finished. And with a co-pilot, we could get through it. And because we were both in college, you have a lot of free time." to kill <laughs> so we were able to get through uh the animated series at a good at a good pace um i think it took us about two years to uh to catch up but that was like breaks in between and other things going on uh right so now we're completely up to date and now dealing with the uh, weekly grind or just waiting for episodes to build up and then do a big batch of them. Um, Right. So the reason why I love uh, One Piece is for a multitude of reasons. One, it's a very fun uh, shonen series and that if you like elaborate fights, you're going to get that in One Piece because everyone has unique powers thanks to the Devil Fruits. I also love um, the themes that uh, Oda covers and just the complexity of the stories at times for for what is all essentially a children's story because in this story you're dealing with a, a multitude of heavy themes from uh, later on uh, racism to uh, dealing with traumatic trauma to dealing with death which when I first started watching this series I was not expecting that to happen I was expecting Kind of when I when I thought of Shonen, I thought of kind of uh, Power Rangers, Dragon Ball, like oh, there's going to be fighting, there's going to be a lot of yelling, and they're going to just beat the bad guy and save the day, and that's to agree some of One Piece, but I think there's a much uh, bigger depth to the story of One Piece as you get further into each of the characters' backstories and the reasonings behind wh- why they do things. And that's why I love One Piece. It's just that kind of depth of storytelling, the very quirky characters, and just how vast the world is um, as you progress through it. Um, I should also say I have not read the manga, um, not out of choice, but out of um, I don't want to uh, get ahead of the anime and potentially spoil things with... uh, my usual anime co-pilot, but I I have seen a lot of Oda's artwork. I own the two art books that Viz has put out, 
and I love his art. So I'm excited for Tobias to tell me about his perspective from the manga, because manga, there's different stylizations of how they handle fights, and uh, just kind of difference in details, because an anime is not a one-to-one translation of a manga. There's always going to be a little bit of added stuff, whether that be uh, voice acting, music, or more kind of in, uh, smaller character moments. So I'm interested to hear Tobias's perspective more from the manga uh, point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be a, a bit of a journey for sure. But with One Piece, like I kind of came into this. This is started. Well, I should say started airing, but I guess it was kind of becoming a thing over here right when I got out of high school and was also in college where um, at the time I was making my transition from, you know, anime nerd from watching stuff on Toonami to finding stuff online and watching uh, anime online and discussing things with other anime fans through like web forums and whatnot. So at the time, uh, Naruto was a brand new thing and it was a few, Naruto was a few seasons in when I jumped onto that. So that was my first, like my first Shonen series as an adult. You know, I won't say it's my first like big fandom because I'd have seen a lot of other stuff at that point, like really big into Evangelion as a high schooler, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Naruto was sort of my, the first time I revisited a Shonen type series as an adult, more or less. So I was really obsessed with Naruto, and then One Piece was a thing, and people were trying to push to to watch One Piece. And I had all the common complaints you hear. You know, I didn't like the character designs. They were too goofy. It was a little too crude and cartoonish for my taste at the point. Because remember, I was this sophisticated anime watcher that was watching Naruto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I liked the more action-oriented stuff that seemed a little more serious. The the intense... um, the drama they had with the characters and the way they linked the the older characters and the newer characters in one big history. And I was really into that. And when I looked at One Piece, that was very cartoony. Uh, I wasn't really into it. And I watched a few episodes. Like I gave it, I gave it a try. I'll say that. But uh, the first few episodes where we introduced to Luffy and them, uh, Kobe, and they were just really cartoonish in a way. And everything was moving very slowly in a way that just didn't really jive with me at the time. Uh, now, of course, you know if you've been involved with the fandom for a while, you know that uh, history has proven me wrong. <laughs> One Piece is still ongoing. It has gathered a huge fan base. It is still growing. Uh, if you've been online in any sort of capacity, you, of course, have seen somebody talk about One Piece and try to convince people to watch One Piece. So, <laughs> of, of course, my earlier misgivings about its style and whatnot are, again, that, that, was, that was my thinking back then. I want to be clear. I'm not... I'm still under that impression. I don't want to anger people before we start off this podcast, but that was sort of the reason that I put it off for so long, as you can expect. So, uh, yeah, just kind of hearing bits and pieces over the years and know a little bit about these characters because they're, I mean, let's face it, these characters are part of the anime canon as a whole. Uh, They have cemented themselves as part of um, what anime culture is, and it can't really ignore that. Yeah, I I think I can understand where your younger self was coming from because one the the sheer number of episodes can intimidate so many people when it's a psychological thing where just like do I really want to put in the time to do it? But I I think it's it's worth the journey cuz 
just the depth of the story that you'll begin to see as as we go on. And also, to your point about being into the canon, I I think you're right in that it was the part of the big shonen three of uh, One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto. And One Piece is the kind of the last one standing in terms of continuations. Like, yeah, there's there's Boruto and there's the Bleach uh, finale anime series, but One Piece is the one that's still really ongoing. I think the way I like to classify it is it's kind of like a sleeping giant in that it doesn't have a burning, fiery fan base that you would see at like a convention. But the people that are really into it are really into it. But it it doesn't burn hot. Like, it burns kind of at a cool pace. Like, when once you're into it, you're into it. Or you check out. But it doesn't feel like a franchise that people get really into and then move on to other things. Yeah, and it really feels like... I mean, it's always kind of been like that when this was still relatively newer a decade ago. Um, there were the One Piece fans, the One Piece guys, and that was really the thing. But they kind of were on their own little corner. But it certainly feels like over the past, you know, the past decade that the fervor for this series has really only grown. And the fans have only increased in number and more and more people are talking about One Piece. And it feels like it, you're right that of all those big three, One Piece really won at the end of the day. <laughs> if you really consider something winning, because it's still around, it's still... Um, very very active whereas the other series really kind of aren't yeah where i mean currently uh one piece red which is the latest kind of filler movie has done ginormous box office revenue and imagine when it it comes out to the states it'll do pretty well like i I remember i think one piece stampede and one piece Mm -hmm. yeah at least stampede did around similar numbers to a uh, Dragon Ball movie when it when does it come out. So yeah, it, it's it's really just kind of been a it's it's been a remarkable how it's been able to continue and um and how Oda has still been able to ch- chug along <laughs> going on 25 years or 20 years at this point. talk about uh, my side of the wager here final fantasy 14 so um i mean i've been a fan of these games for a bit i was a little late to rpgs in general uh, like pokemon was my first real rpg but i kind of revisited a lot of the final fantasy games over time uh, generally via emulation uh, over the years and you know back in the day ff11 was one of those big games that people were playing uh, while quickly usurped it in the MMO space, but there were still a lot of people that were really into FF11 at the time. So it was, you know, smash cut to a few years later, FF14 comes out and it completely and totally bombs. I think I heard about it twice when it came out. The first time 
I was just shocked that there was another MMO that came out. And secondly, that it bombed so hard they had to completely cancel it. And that's really my only experience with the game initially at that point. Uh, a few years later, I see that it's on Steam sale. I, mean, I had no clue about 2.0, A Realm Reborn or anything. But apparently it's good now. So I got FF14 in the Steam sale. I played it for a bit, but I didn't really want to pay for the the, um, the subscription. So I kind of sat in my Steam library for several, several years. Uh, until I met Basil, a good friend of ours, you know, one of the conchers for the now defunct Hamacon, uh, the, I guess, cat wrangler, you would say, of the awesome <laughs> cast. Uh, the uh, our podcast sister sister cast back when I was going to uh, Hamacon and even Anime Week in Atlanta, I would see Basil would put on these panels about Final Fantasy fourteen, this game that I thought was just a you know a dead game. Like why why is he talking about this game that nobody plays? Uh, you know okay whatever that's everyone has their specific games that they like. You know, every, everyone has their One Piece. <laughs> so to speak so whatever I didn't really think much of it uh, until you know a few years later Basil would just we would do a talk more and he would be like yeah you should get on 14 you should you should try it it's kind of fun uh, you can hang out with us and it just kind of sat there in the back of my mind as a thing I could do eventually but right when Shadowbringers came out in 2019 I think I just had some free time and I was like you know what I'll just buy a month why not? Let's play FF14 to see what it's like. And we dabbled a little bit about it, and then the pandemic happened. And I had just enough... I had sucked my teeth just enough in the game to start to really get into it because of everything with COVID. Uh, at that point, I had just moved to Greensboro, so I had to give up my in-person uh, Dungeons & Dragons game back in my old town since COVID had happened like two weeks after I moved to Greensboro, I didn't really have a whole lot of friends here, not a whole lot of established presence here. Just some of the friends I knew from the podcast. So I kind of used FF 14 as a, as a social space and it kind of replaced D and D for me in that aspect as well. Because you see, I've always really been enamored with the idea of like losing yourself an MMO in the sense that really get into it and get immersed in the game and like feel like you're playing a character. And the few times that I've tried to play like World of Warcraft and other games, it just I just never could get that point. It always felt like I was playing a an artificial game. I never really connected with those games the way that I wanted to. And whether it was because the way that 14 does world building, whether it's because it was just COVID and I was desperate for any sort of, you know, interaction, what have you. I found that in Final Fantasy XIV, a way to suspend my disbelief and get fully immersed in this world and, you know, find a little bit of obsession in that game. So like everyone else uh, that's been enjoying the game over the past few years, I kind of pushed other people to play it as well. I've really enjoyed it. Like everyone else that won't shut up about Final Fantasy XIV that repeats that meme that everybody knows about the critically acclaimed MMORPG with the free trial up to level 16 with no restrictions on playtime, including the award-winning expansion Heavensward. 
uh, it just kind of the the push, the advertising just became part of the experience. And I know that a lot of people get annoyed by that. But for us and for me in particular, I think it's just kind of an expression of how much we enjoy that game. Uh, more so than it is any sort of push to get people to play it. It just is part of the community, part of the experience. We all laugh at it and think it's funny. Um, I know some people get annoyed at it, and I'm sorry. Do you know really sorry if you know you roll your eyes when you hear those words? But it's just you know again, it's part of the expression of love for this game. Uh, so uh, my experience with FF14 is not as long as yours is One Piece. I feel like there's something that I have found, and a lot of uh, our friends have found in this game that really has inspired us to keep playing and push other people to experience. Because as much as MMOs are now kind of an outdated game type, as much as we already know about Blizzard and WoW and sort of how all that stuff has gone on, I really feel like there's something here in this universe, in this setting, that is kind of important to gaming and gaming canon. And I feel like more people should just experience that, if nothing else. Yeah, I think uh, probably the pandemic helped supercharge some things, but like you said, like finding that connection amongst uh, amongst the world and also it being a social outlet is a great is is great for anything. I mean, when I hear from either you or from Austin, like, hey Bill, you need you should check this show out. Or I hear from Tori, like, you should really read this book. I think you'd like it. You wanna you wanna be engaged with that because well, my friends have good, good or interesting tastes, and it'd be a fun discussion. And I, the back and forth is always cool. And so, um, I want to give it a try. Yeah, for sure. Well, for me, I'm a bit of a weirdo in terms of my relationship with Final Fantasy, in that I didn't grow up with a PlayStation, so I didn't have. Final Fantasy 7 nostalgia and I've never really gotten into the Final Fantasy games because either we didn't have the system that the, the franchise is on at the time or I would have uh, family members that were more possessive about their stuff and so they were more hesitant to give me the game, their RPGs and games like that so I would be playing stuff on N64, like GoldenEye a lot, and stuff like Mario Kart, or Super Mario 64. Yeah. Then, uh, so time went on, uh, My fr- a friend of mine, I think Ryan W., who's been on the podcast before, tried to get me into WoW, because he used to be a WoW player, and it's I don't think it's totally his fault, but it, we went about it the wrong way, and that he just kind of pushed me to like, let's just go do dungeons. And because I didn't understand the context of what was happening and the story, I was disconnected and didn't, didn't really care. So because of that, I, I checked out of WoW. Uh, then uh, when it came to 14, I had heard about it, like the meme, as Tobias has talked about, kept popping up. Like it'd pop up in everywhere from wrestling to <laughs> uh, general video game talk to just yeah. uh, a kind of a running joke on YouTube or Twitter. So I'd see it over and over and over again. And I think part of the reason why I was so shy about it was 
for two reasons. One, my not so great experience with WoW. And I'm like, well, this is another MMO. MMOs are probably all the same, right? And then two, just the meme, as Tobias probably uh, talked about, kind of made me turn away because I was kind of getting a bit worn down by the overhype. Uh, yeah. But uh, but thanks to this wager, I, I let the, the overhype uh, defenses go down and I decided to approach the game for what it is. And uh, thanks to the free trial, um, I'm able to play the base game in Heavensward without really any sunken cost. The only other game that probably I've invested in sunken cost-wise is probably Hearthstone, which is funny. I, I didn't get into the MMO, but I got into the card game that is, that is Blizzard-related. <laughs> uh, as Tobias said, we'll, we'll see if uh, when, when I get past Heavensward if I want to continue. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get further into FF14, and this is my first real MMO experience. I kind of don't count WoW, because all we were doing was dungeon stuff. Um, and also, I am playing on the controller on the consoles, because, one, I have limited space, uh, on my hard drive on my computer, and two, in my living quarters, and then, uh, I feel more comfortable using a controller than I do with uh, mouse and keyboard. And, and to, uh, to be fair, like I know that a lot of people, you see people play on mouse. Like I use mouse and keyboard primarily, but it is entirely possible to do like up to the unreal extreme stuff, like the real in-game content on controller. The, some of the best players do play on controller. So it, it can take some getting used to. Uh, especially since you're trying to navigate this on-screen menu that seems like it's made for a mouse, but it is entirely possible to to continue using that. Mm-hmm. That that is my experience with uh, 14 MMOs and Final Fantasy in in general. And it's funny you mentioned that about uh, WoW because that was my experience as well. Uh, I I started playing WoW right before Burning Crusade came out, which should give you an estimate of how old I really am. <laughs> uh, but like, I was right out of high school. Uh, a bunch of friends of mine at the, the, the little pizza place I was working at would just keep talking about WoW and how they had their level 50, uh, you know, druids, and they were doing this or that. And, you know, it, it kind of made me want to do that because I was getting into role-playing games, like D&D and whatnot. And the idea that you could just take that full experience of role-playing a character you know online in a video game kind of blew me away so i jumped on it i started playing it and sure i got some of that immersion but whenever you walk into a town it's just constant people selling money people challenging you to duels gold 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 (laughs) exactly like it took away the immersion for me and all the people that wanted to just duel you outside the cities and like the names, you know, everyone who plays these games has like a lot of people have really silly names that are just, you know, English words or a meme or whatever. Uh, but everything just sort of took me out of the experience in a way that I didn't really like. And this was about the time when people were talking about, you know, addictions, like wow addictions. And that kind of like made me take a step back, saying so many of my friends that were played this game constantly. It, it certainly put a bad taste in my mouth for MMOs as a whole, uh, which is why when I first started playing here, uh, 
I, I'm sure Basil knows what I'm talking about, but I, I messaged him right when he started doing Carbongo Chronicles and trying to get me to play. I was like, hey, I'm kind of new to this. Um, I want to take things a little slow because I don't want to burn out. I don't want to rush into things because when I first started playing, some of my friends would sort of run me through dungeons and I didn't like that. I I had such a negative reaction to being run through um it was the first dungeon in WoW. I think you're also in like a pirate ship or something. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the first one on the Alliance side. I had a friend of mine run me through that. And it was just such a boring experience that I literally quit the game after that. And I really didn't want to do that with, with 14 because so many people had really enjoyed this game. You probably also had the same experience of you're probably playing with one friend, but everyone else are either experienced veterans or people that have more experience with it so they're just trying to go 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 and farm experience and just get out of there exactly where exactly um, to where you're just like this is just a bunch of rooms to me i don't understand the context of this dungeon why it's important what's it play in the story and so because of that why do i care exactly exactly so i bounced off well pretty hard and even coming into 14 i've you know, I was telling everyone, I want to sort of take it slow. Um, even as of now, playing for two years, I'm just now seeing the first credits for Stormblood. So I am approximately halfway through the entire series after playing off and on, mostly on, for two years. And that's that's not really indicative of most people's experiences. I just like taking my time in this game. I like taking it slow as a whole. Which is unlike you, because you've, you're like halfway through uh, 2.0 in, uh, what, two weeks of playing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get really focused when I'm into something. Like, whether that's One Piece or Detective Conan or JoJo or or an- another game or a book. Like, I can I get very singularly focused when I get into something. <laughs> so, that really... Uh, so that that's part of my nature and everyone's different and the other thing too is like i i've said off air is i have a bit more free time than you do so that that extra free time really helps in getting me through the game faster so if i if i had a much busier uh job and and uh on top of school then it'd probably be at a much normal normal person pace right a little bit slower and that's that's absolutely fine it gives me i just need to uh catch up so i can make sure i'm reading one piece approximately at the same time that you're finishing your quest well no i yeah i don't want to burn you out so you go at your own pace and when you can because we what neither of us want is for either of us to be start to turn sour and uh burned out towards our goal so everyone goes at their own pace and i think that's that's more than fine so i'm saying this on the podcast people to tell tobias go at your own pace enjoy the story because everyone goes at different speeds so he should we should we should do that too and if I, I probably need to focus on other things too. I, there's there's a million movies I haven't watched. There's a bunch of books I need to read, so I need to probably take breaks as well. It's just uh, right now I'm. I this is the first 
real game that I've gotten really into uh, in a little while. Because I think the last game I, I was really into was Psychonauts 2. Um, that's that's probably a year at this point. Mm, um, yeah. So now that I have a game that I'm enjoying, I'm I'm really into it. Because before I got into 14, I was mostly just binging a movie, a, one or two movies a day. <laughs> yeah, you're really into movies like uh, what Wuxia films and Noir yeah. films for a bit, right? Yeah, I was doing a lot of wuxia, martial arts, noir, a lot of the a lot of the old man genres <laughs> of, of film. But now I've kind of taken a break from those, and I'm now focused on fourteen. And uh, as as uh, you said, as we go on this journey, this grand through the grand line through this through this realm, uh, we'll be kind of doing kind of our thoughts of our progress discussing our kind of introductions to characters themes to uh storylines to just kind of our um our thoughts and maybe confusions about what's happening why things are a certain way and uh i think it'll be a, a fun experience and i'm just excited to have a person to talk about one piece besides my usual co-pilot so to have someone go through this uh go through the one piece journey is uh really exciting for me and i'm excited to have a video game that i'm enjoying playing again so it's a win-win for everybody that's exactly exactly it i think there's you know certainly maybe an episode we can do later talking about the aspect of just like recommendations you know everyone talks about recommending stuff and adding it to their backlog and all that kind of thing. But I think there's something to look at when it comes to sitting down with somebody's recommendation and really giving it an actual honest attempt and really coming away with a lot of enjoyment, more enjoyment than you would have thought. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So like you said, I think our podcast, we're primarily going to do regular check-ins like the next episode we've got. Uh, episode one which should come out very shortly after this episode zero um we also do want to take time to just do an episode on specific themes or characters that they show up like you said rather than just go through uh this is the last few quests of the last few chapters we 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 read or played let's talk about this arc or this section or what we think about what this section is saying in the broader theme uh, having read a little bit of one piece already i can certainly see there are themes building here, and I think there's a lot of those themes that we can see resonate in 14 as well. So that'll be kind of cool to see those two series side by side. And of course, as uh, we would like to keep doing these uh, mini series episodes, I will certainly will do them up into the end of Heaven's Word or Alabasta, but we would like to continue doing these. So if you are a fan of these, feel free to drop us a line. We've set up an email inbox uh, for the show. That's a grand line reborn at gmail.com. Val uh, means send us an email with any uh, comments, questions, criticisms. We would like to do mailbag episodes in the future. So if you have any specific questions about our experiences, or would like to talk about something in particular, uh, feel free to drop us an email there. Again, a grand line reborn at gmail.com. 
all one word. And uh, yeah, we would love to do those and interact more with a grander audience. Uh, of course, uh, a more a more regular way to interact with us would be both on the Third Impact Anime Discord that we will link here in the show notes, as well as our Twitter accounts. We are both pretty active on Twitter. So, uh, Bill, what is your Twitter handle? I am WB Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, with three nines on Twitter. You can also find me in our Discord, where I'm usually the Mr. Newsman, posting (laughs) all the latest news related to anime, manga, video games. So, if you're wanting to stay more up to date... I think it's it's a race between me and Twitter of who can uh, send people information faster. I don't know who's winning. I like <laughs> to think I'm winning, but uh, who knows? And I'm also on Twitter at Reverend underscore Tobias. Well, Bill, I think that's it for episode zero. Any sort of closing thoughts about the start of our grand journey? Let us sit sail. On the grand line, Tobias, let us go into the realm. I'm excited for this journey and excited uh, to do this show with you. As excited I am as well. Well, folks, until next time, till sea swallows all, set sail for One Piece. <laughs>